It says, but thanks be to God, he gives, present continuous tense, he gives, he gave yesterday, he gave today, he will give tomorrow. He gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to lift up your voice and begin to thank God for the victory of the cross. First, make Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, 14. It says, God translated us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his son. Then in 14, chapter 2, it says, Having canceled every written code that stands against us with all the legal demands, he nailed them on the cross. And then the next verse says, Having disarmed principles and powers, he made a publisher of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Lift up your voice and thank God for the victory of the cross. That is a victory that sets you and I free. The power that liberated us from dominion of darkness. Thank God for the freedom of your soul. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I exalt you. Lord, I magnify thee for the liberation of my soul. Thank God for the liberation of your soul. Thank God for the deliverance of your spirit from the dominion of darkness. Father, we exalt and magnify thee. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify thee. Lord, we thank you for our freedom. I am free. I am free, Lord. Marebosha I am free. Thank you for the liberty in Christ Jesus. The salvation of our soul, the redemption of our spirits, deliverance of our thoughts, O oh God, redemption of our body. Thank you, Father, for the cross of Calvary. Thank you, Jesus, for the cross of Calvary. Thank Jesus for the cross of Calvary. Lord, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We exalt and magnify your holy name. Lord, we give you the praise. We give you the praise, O oh God. We give you the praise, O oh God. We give you the praise, O oh God. Blessed be your holy name, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God. In Jesus' holy name we are worshipped. Choir, you may take your seats, please. 
We are going to pray a prayer of thanks. Today begins the end of the year. The first day of the month of December 2017. We are going to begin to thank God from January. I remember in January I was discussing with some ministers uh, within this week. And it came to my understanding that God has not left Christ with Tabernacle in the dark. Because in January, there are some prophecies God spoke to us in this church. Really from October last year. And one of the things God told us which was written in our calendar is that in the month of May, pray for the government of Britain concerning the decision they are about to make. And in the month of May, our Prime Minister made a decision. Exactly. In January, the Lord spoke to us and told us, pray for your Prime Minister because in the month of September, an attempt will begin to remove her from office. And God said that that attempt will increase by October. And it says if you pray for her, she will, she will, she will uh, prevail. And if she can pass through October, no one will be able to remove her. Now, in the first day of September, go, and go, go back to the news. There was a mention of attempt to remove her. And it built up, and it built And in October, first week, it was all, almost every day, you know. But it hiked up to the place where it seemed as if she would be removed. But she went through the storms. If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, says the Lord, then will I hear from heaven, and I will heal the land. So therefore... We are not left in the dark in this church. And of course, God told us many other things that have happened this year. This is not a place where we do not hear heaven. If somebody is doubting whether God is, with how God deals with us in this house, there is no doubt. Because I, the things that God tells us about the year before they come, years ahead and they happen, date and time, I don't believe that anybody can think or be so learned that he can decipher those information. It is the God, the spirit of prophets, that speaks. We're going to lift up our voice and thank God for his presence among us, for his direction that is given to us, for the prophetic he has given, for insight about future he gives us here, and for giving us the privilege to be partaker of his common word. Because when God looks for a man on earth to, to stand in gap, when there is no man, disaster strike. We're going to lift up our voice and to bless the name of the Lord. Shall we begin to pray a prayer of thanks? Beginning from January. We, the God of the Bible is in this house. Father, we bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. God told us this will be the year of transformation. The year of transformation. He says, he that sits in heaven says, I make all things new. Thank God for making things new in this house. This year. As God has spoken to us, He has transformed our lives. Thank God for the prophecies He gave us. For the fulfillment of the prophecies that God gave us. Month after month. 
day after day. Thank God for the faithfulness of God with Christ's faith tabernacle. If it had not been the Lord who had been for us, let Christ's faith tabernacle say, Our God and our King, we exalt you. Our God and our King, we bless you. Our God and our King, we magnify thee. Give God the praise for his mercy. Thank God for his honor. Thank God for his glory. Thank God for the way he began this year with us. Thank God for the success of all our meetings. Our Bible studies on Tuesdays. Our Bible study in New Cross on Wednesdays. Our Sunday services. Our prayer time in New Cross every day at 6 p.m. Our prayer time in the cathedral every day at 7 p.m. Thank God for the revelation that has come from the pulpit. Thank God for the renewal of mind and heart that have come out of this pulpit. Thank God for those who discover destiny among us. Thank God for those who start examination and pass. The record of the hand of God is here in this house is awesome. Father, we exalt and magnify your holy name. We exalt and magnify your holy name. Who is likened unto you, O God, our King? Thank God for our mission to India. For the great success we received in the mission of India. Thank God for our mission to Nigeria. Thank God for our mission to Germany. Our mission to the Republic of Ireland. Give God the praise forever and ever. Thank God for our television outreach. For many lives that have been transformed. Thank God for those who are saved in our crusades. In Benin Republic. In Nigeria, in Abi. Thank God for the miraculous hand of God. For the salvation that he wrought. Our God and our King, we exalt you. Our God and our King, we glorify thee. Our God and our King, we salute you. We magnify your holy name, O God. The name of the Lord has not been spoken against. Father, we bless you. Thank God for all the pastors of Christ's tabernacle that Satan could not fall any one of us. We keep our stand in God by the Holy Spirit. Through us, praises have gone unto heaven. None of us have been engaged in any activity of the devil that caused people to talk against the name of the Lord. For the spirit of integrity in Christ with Tabernacle, for the spirit of sustenance, for the power of his grace, for his might, Lord, we exalt you. Thank God for the success that we have received in every way. Among our children, among our youths, among our adults, for the jobless that God provoked, provided just for, for promotion in every dimension, for spiritual encounters from heaven. Oh Lord our God, our majestic is your name in all the earth. Now begin to thank God that he did not allow Satan to prevail over you. God has sustained us by the power of his name. He did not put us to shame. God took our 
reproach away from among men. He answered us in the days of our cry. He leads and guides us in the days of our speaking. He put words in our mouth in interviews. <coughs> he poured new oil, fresh oil upon our heads. Our cup runs over. He granted us success, exceeding success in our examinations. The spirit of excellence is in this house. The spirit of victory is in this house. The spirit of provision is in this house. We did not beg for food. The Lord supplied all our needs. He met up with all our needs. Thank God for the surprises that He has given to us. Oh Lord our King. Oh Lord our King. Oh Lord our King. We exalt you. One generation will commend your works to another. Let us thank God for the younger generation in our church. They are achievers. They are men and women of destiny. Thank God for the children. Father, we exalt you. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. I don't like that your amen. Let me say something to you. If you know how to think, you know how to think. I was discussing with another very top man in the UK just this week. Alright? And I had to speak about, from our discussion, he asked me what has been going on in Christ with Tabernacle. And inside me straight away I said he's looking for something. And I began to share with him testimonies in this house. But you see, we can talk about the miraculous hands of God. We have seen people healed in various sicknesses. We can talk about encounters of Christ. Even young ones in this church are having angelic visitation. And when a young person describes heaven and is accurate, you know that nobody taught him. We can talk about success in our crusades and our meetings. But at the same time, I told him that more than anything, I can talk about my successors. The youth in this church. I said this year, we had over 22 people who came out with first class degree. To have first class in degree is not, it's not a joke. And in a, in a church, to have over 22 people with first class, several people with second class upper. Not only that, our youths, when they leave their, their university, they get good jobs. They are not looking for job begging to apply. The job is like waiting before they finish. What about our children in secondary school? A child in this church this year who had 11 A stars and 1 A and B, he was not happy. He wasn't happy with himself. Because we have others who have 12 A-stars. We have many who had 11 A-stars. And the one who just had A and 1 A and B plus 11 A-stars wasn't happy. That tells me that we are successful people. We, look, those of us who are adults, I told him, I have successors. People who have caught the spirits inside me. From the fathers to the children to the grandchildren. And when I move around the church and I see them, I'm so much... I'm so much satisfied that if I die, and when I die, if Jesus doesn't come, there are several hundreds of friends who will rise up all over the whole place. 
they have been loaded with God. These are, I mean, there are many churches where people struggle about success because all what you hear about, you know, among them is that a demon is following me, a demon is doing that. But here it is angels that is following us. Hallelujah. Demons don't follow us. Which means that we don't have articles of Satan. Satan will follow those who hold on their his article and then confess Jesus Christ. He will follow them. Listen to me. If we sit down and think about what God had done in this house, you will have a cause to give God the praise. So for me, I just bless the Lord. Now you will pray one more prayer before I excuse on the pulpit. If God had done so much this year, I wonder what he will do next year. During one of the prayers this week, God said to me that, and I said it to the church, I think it was Wednesday in the New Cross, that God said that this year is great, but watch out next year. Christ with Tabernacle, watch out next year. God said, watch out next year. Next year is your appointed time. It says the appointed time has come. We're going to thank God for what God intends to do next year. Lift up your voice and we to bless his name. What you are prepared for me. The Bible says no eye have seen. No ears have had. No mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Thank God for next year. 2018. It shall be my year of greatest success. Ever on earth. It shall be my year of greatest visitation. Greatest encounter. Greatest manifestation. Lift up your voice and begin to thank the name of the Lord. If God had done so mightily among us this year, we thank God for the greater things to come. It says no eyes have seen, no ears have had. It has not entered into any mind. What God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed this to all by his Holy Spirit. Lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Thank God for the glory that will come to your house next year. Thank God for the favor that will come upon you next year. Thank God for the mercy of God that will reign over your life next year. Appreciate him. Bless the name of the Lord. For the unfolding of his power, for the unfolding of his glory, for the unfolding of his majesty over you. Thank the Lord for the, all the things that's unfolding over you. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Appreciate God for what he's about to do in your life. Appreciate him for a great year, for a year of favor. Appreciate him for displaying his power in your life. Appreciate him that you show forth, Lord. Lord, show forth, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Psalm 103, 
Hallelujah. We'll just keep praising God. Praise the Lord. Psalm 103 from verse 1. He said, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all inmost being praised. All my inmost being praise the Lord. Yes. He said, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all its benefits. He said, Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion? And verse 5, he said, Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles? He said, Who satisfies your mouth with good things? What does he mean when he says he satisfies your mouth with good things? That means that he fills your mouth with testimonies. Testimonies of good things. Yes, this year is running to an end. And he has been with you up to this hour. But the year is not closed yet. Your matter is not closed yet. What he has proposed for you this year is not closed yet. He said he satisfies your mouth with good things. I want you to begin to talk to the Lord. Everything that you have trusted in for this year. The Lord, give me a testimony concerning this issue. In the name of Jesus, it is never too late. Within it is never too late. Begin to ask the Lord. I want you to be specific. The Lord, concerning my issue, Lord, I ask the Lord for a miracle. You satisfy my mouth with good things. You satisfy my mouth with your good things. Lord, satisfy me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, satisfy me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I will testify, Lord, of your goodness, Lord, concerning my issue, Lord. Lord, I will testify Lord, Lord, I will testify, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, give me a miracle. Lord, give me a miracle in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, remember me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. It's your month of remembrance. Ask the Lord to open his book of remembrance concerning your issue. Ask the Lord to open your book of remembrance. Ask the Lord to open his book of remembrance concerning you. Lord, open your book, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, remember me, Lord. Remember me, Lord. Lord, remember me, Lord. It is never late with you. Lord, remember me, Lord. Remember me, Lord. Remember me, Lord. In this month of remembrance, do not pass me by, O God. Do not pass me by, O God. Open a book of remembrance concerning my life, concerning my household, concerning my family. Let me testify to your goodness, to your faithfulness, to your glory to your kindness, to your honor, to your power over my life, almighty God. Jehovah, we pray, my God. Satisfy me with good things, O oh God. Satisfy my life with good things, O oh God. Let me testify to your glory, O oh God. Do not let your power depart from me. My God and my master, we cry unto thee, O oh God. In this last day, O oh God, let me see your power. Let me see your power. Let me see your power. Make all things new in my life, O oh God. In Jesus' name we are prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 58, I read from verse 8. Then your light will break forth like a dawn, and your healing will will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer you. 
and then you will cry for help and he will say here I am we are going to pray that Lord let your righteousness go before me let your righteousness go before me for the rest of this year be my rear guard oh God surround me with your glory surround me with your power when I cry oh God answer me from your holy temple when I seek you let me find you when I seek you let me find you lift up your voice and begin to pray my God and my father we pray thee tonight oh God let your light break forth before me oh God let your light break forth like a dawn before my life before my household almighty God Jehovah I pray almighty God let your righteousness go before my household before my children oh God the last days of this year oh God as I enter year 2018 oh God Lord go before me my God go before my family go before my children let your presence go before me let your presence go before my life let your presence go before my home let your presence go before my family begin to pray my God surround me with your glory the many days of this year oh God let me see your glory oh God let me see your power oh God let me see your grace my God let me see your mighty hand over my family over my children over my husband over my wife Lord I pray my God in everything I lay my hands upon let your glory surround me let your power surround me let me see your faithfulness oh God let me see your power oh God let me see your mighty hand oh God let me see your mighty hand oh God stretch out your hand oh God stretch out your hand oh God over my household over my family over my children oh God Jehovah I pray when I cry oh God answer me oh God answer me oh God as I enter oh God the year of favor look into my life oh God turn your favor alive turn your my life with God your glory oh God turn my life around it's your glory oh God as I trust as goodness and mercy let it follow me let it follow me let me see your glory let me see your glory when I call upon you Lord answer me oh God and when I seek you to God in the name of Jesus that your name will be glorified for let your life break forth before us as a dawn Father as we enter into this month of your remembrance to God and as we enter into the month of your year of favor Lord let your life break forth before us for let us enter into the fullness Father of what you have in store for us Father the name of you Jesus will be glorified and the name of your God will be exalted Father we bless you Father be exalted O God in Jesus name we pray in the book of Isaiah chapter 49 in verse, from verse 3 from verse 3 and 4 he said he said to me you are my servant Israel in whom I will display my splendor but I said have I labored in vain have I spent my strength for nothing at all yet what is due me is in the Lord's hand and my reward is with my God we're going to pray as we're in this month of remembrance we're first going to thank God we're going to thank God for all his plans for all his purposes that he has taken us into but we ask that God as we enter this month of remembrance display your splendor on me oh God let your splendor be displayed upon me let the glory of your presence, let it surround me as I as you have declared. This is the month of my remembrance. Remember me, remember my house, remember my children. All your plans, take me into them that will fulfill my mandate in this last few days for this year to come to an end. In Jesus' name, shall we pray? Father, I God, in Jesus' name, Father, we thank you, Lord, concerning your word that you've spoken over us. Father, you said, As you have planned, so shall it be, and so as you promised, so shall it stand. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your covenant word that you've given unto us in this month. The month 
of remembrance. Father, we thank you for all you have done, for every plan of yours that you've taken us through throughout the whole of this year. We thank you Lord, for your purpose that you have taken us into. Father, as we enter into this month of remembrance, Father, one thing we ask, and that's what we seek for, that Lord, that you will display your splendor on us. Father, in our workplace, in the community, in the nations, everywhere we enter into, oh God, we are the Father, you display your splendor on us. Father, in our, in everywhere we enter into, Father, whether we're in school, whether we're at work, Father, when we're doing our day-to-day work, Father, display your splendor. Let your word come to pass. Everyone that you've spoken concerning us, Father, everyone that you've spoken over us, help us to enter into your plan, help us to enter into your purpose, help us to fulfill our mandate, that every day of this month of remembrance shall be days that you cause us to fulfill all that you've written concerning us. In the name of Jesus, Father, we are the Lord that anything that can hinder us, we are that you remove them from us, O oh God, but help us to enter into our labor in you, that we can receive, Father, the fullness, Father, of all that you have in store for us. In the name of Jesus, Father, I promise against everything that can hinder us from entering into the fullness of your plans, Father, concerning us. Father, we submit them all, Father, to the name of Jesus. Father, we are that we're entering, that we fulfill our mandate, that your splendor will be revealed, your glory shall be revealed. As Moses prayed to God, he said, if your presence does not go before me, do not send us. Father, I pray, O God, that for every member of Great Tabernacle, where the young, where the old, for us to enter into the fullness of your splendor, that we can fulfill all our mandates. Daddy, we continue to bless you. Come on, let somebody bless him. Father, we thank you, oh God, for how far you brought us, oh God. You have taken us through all things and sustained us. We bless you. We honor you, oh God. Let your goodness be seen in our lives, oh God. We honor you. We bless you. We thank you, oh God. You deserve all the praise. You deserve all the honor. Tonight, we are here to give you the praise. We are here to bless your name. We thank you, oh Oh God, that your goodness and your faithfulness has been released over us, oh God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Precious one, we want to continue to bless God tonight. I want us to take something from Isaiah 48, 17 and 18. Throughout the whole day. I've been waiting upon God, and just as I got here, I got the signal that get yourself and bring a prayer point. And I knew in my spirit that God has something for us. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 48, 17 and 18. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God, who teaches you what is best for you. Who directs you in the way you should go? Watch the 18. If only you had paid attention to my commands, then your peace would have been like a river. Your well-being would have been your well-being like the waves of the sea. Your descendants would have been like the sand, and your children like it's numberless grain. Their name will never be blotted out, nor be destroyed from before me. Amen. Now you can clearly see that God wants us to prosper. He wants us to have the best. He wants you and I to multiply. But the condition is all that you had paid attention. Now for the last month, 
for God's word over our lives to be fulfilled, somebody has to be sensitive to the spirit of God. And so tonight you want to pray that God, for this last month and for the month ahead of me, I don't want to take a step without receiving direction from you. Cause me to be sensitive to your promptings. You know, he said clearly, I am the Lord who teaches you what is best. Now, if God is teaching you, then it means that he's ready to give us every insight and direction we need to take the right step. But are we sensitive enough to pick it up? And that's our prayer point, that God cause me to be alert to your promptings. Grant me the grace to open myself to your direction. Can somebody lift up your voice and begin to pray? Oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we know in this month of remembrance, you have something great in store for us. And so your word says that you are the Lord that teaches us what is best for us to profit, oh God. You want us to prosper, you want us to do well, you want us to expand, you want us to multiply but oh God, tonight oh God, as a church, we ask of you, oh God grant us the grace to be alert to your promptings cause us to be sensitive to your directives, let us pay attention to your instructions let us give heed to instructions, oh God tonight we pray as we get ready to end this year, oh God we want every left over blessing to be released to us but tonight we know it will come on the wings of obedience so we are asking oh God help us help us oh God help us oh God Holy Ghost you 
So I want us to pray. Verse 32 says, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously, graciously, not sparingly, graciously, that means abundantly, in a measure that is more than enough, give us all things. I want us to pray, and our prayer is going to be two, twofold. Father, anything that is impeding your plan, your wonderful plan, your extraordinary plan for my life, anything in me that is impeding it, be it my character, my words, my unbelief, Lord God, help me to overcome and remove them from my life. The second point is that you have given me all things. Father Lord God, let all things begin to manifest in my life. In Jesus' name. Let us pray now in Jesus' name. Our Lord and our God, we give you all glory, all praise, all honor and adoration, O Lord God. Father Lord God, we praise your holy name, O Lord God. Father Lord God, because you are for us, O Lord God. Father Lord God, we know that nothing can stand against us, O Lord God. Father Lord God, anything that is impeding your glory, anything that is impeding your power, anything that is impeding your word in our lives, O Lord God, let them be removed, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, open the eyes of our understanding, O Lord God, anything that we need to change in order to cooperate with your plan for our lives. Lord God, help us to change, O Lord God, by your grace and by your spirit. And Father, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that the all things that you have given unto us, O Lord God, you have given us all things, O Lord God. Father, Lord God, let us begin to enjoy all, O Lord God. Father, Lord God, let everyone in Christ's faith tabernacle globally, Lord God, begin to enjoy your grace, begin to enjoy your favor, begin to enjoy your healing, begin to enjoy your abundance, begin to enjoy your promotion, O Lord God. Father, Lord God, that we will lack no good thing, O Lord God, in this house, O Lord God. Father, Lord God, we will lack no good thing in this house, O Lord God. Father, Lord God, that we will receive all, Lord God, from you, Lord God. We will receive all glory, Lord God, all your power, Lord God, all your dominion, O Lord God, all your splendor, O Lord God. Father, Lord God, we receive all in the name of Jesus, O Lord God. Yes, keep on praying. The Bible says the Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I propose it will stand. Make declaration, Lord, let your plans for me be fulfilled. Your purpose of my life shall stand. We worship you now magnify the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Teach me your ways, O Lord my God, that I may work in your truth. Give me a totally undivided
years ago. Teach me
saying something very strong to us in the past few months and he began to now drive the nail right in the book of Isaiah 14 24 it says the Lord Almighty has sworn surely as I have planned it will be and as I have purpose, it will stand. You want to pray. 
fulfill your plans and purposes for my life. As I prepare to enter into the new year, take every obstacle away from my path. Pick me by your mighty hand and drop me in the center of your plan. We want to enjoy next year, this month. This is the month of remembrance. Everything written concerning me. Pray and say, Father, let them come to pass in this December. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. According to your holy word, O God. As I plan, it shall be. As I purpose, it will stand. Let your plans and purposes for my life be fulfilled. Let me encounter next year, this month. The favor promised for next year. Let it come, let it come, let it come, let it come. Upon Christ's faith tabernacle globally. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord. Let my life fulfill the plans of God. Let my life fulfill the plans of God. The rest of this month of December, I have entered into my new year. Let the purpose of God for me stand. Let the plans of God for me be fulfilled. Let the purpose of heaven over my life, my family, be fulfilled. Pray for your children. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wives. Pray for your brothers. Pray for your sisters. The Lord shall fulfill his purpose for me in the land of the living. The Lord shall fulfill his purpose for me in the land of the living. I will be a miracle to this generation. Oh, Lord my King. Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Please be seated for a few minutes. This is victory night. Quiet, you may take your seats, please. This is victory night. Hallelujah, somebody. There's a song we used to sing as a Baptist pastor. Why worry when you can pray? You see many Baptists here? Except that I haven't baptized all of them in River Jordan. 
Those who went with me to Israel the last, they are the only one I baptized by the rest of you. Can I have my pulpit, please? Let the strong men bring my pulpit. Look at some beside you, congratulate them in the name of Jesus. Blessed is the eye that sees what you see today. I say that you should congratulate someone beside you. When I look at Christ with Tabernacle, I'm happy. I'm happy for one major reason. That God has given us the privilege to be led by a man who can see to the heart of God. It makes me happy. This is a season where the voice of God is real. I'm not talking about the written word. I'm talking about when the prophet of old said, and the word of the Lord came to me. What they say is not what is written. What they say is what should be written. That the plans of heaven that is yet to be revealed. What will happen to Russia in January, you can't read it in the Bible. But it's in the heart of God. The issue between North Korea and America, God revealed it in this house, 2004. And God said that a power will rise up from the Far East. He says by the time that the Western world will know, they will have to sign agreement with them. And God said that there, are, there is a stool with three stands, three legs. The first leg is Iran. The second leg is North Korea. His third leg is Russia. And there is a ball in the midst of it. And that ball grew and filled the earth. And God said in 2004, in this hour, that ball is China. And God said by 2010, China will rule the economy of this globe. And the alliance between Iran, Russia, and North Korea will be solid. And the finance of China will fund the alliance. If you don't know what is happening, no, now. Well, okay, there are a few things I can't even tell, tell you. Cannot. You know, we have World Bank. China also has set up its own World Bank. All right? The World Bank that is now, when they saw the way China began his own World Bank with the Asian conglomerates, the present World Bank went to buy a percentage of the shares and china will not let them more than that percentage i won't tell you what the percentage is anybody who studied banking or international banking law you know about what i'm talking about they are the one now who dictates the economy you know when you hear boasting of america you know and all the threats of war america has the ammunitions they have the power but china hold everybody ransom in the economy so no power can move Without China, China's consent. 
God told you here, 2004, where nobody knew it. So I'm happy that God sent a man here who can see heaven. That's number one. My number second joy is that God gave me people who want to hear the truth. Because the Bible says in the last days, men will gather around themselves, people who want to say what their itching ears want to hear. People who leave CFT is because they hate truth. And all who have left are in the verge of regret right now. Because after going from place to place without finding a resting place, they recognize I lost a gem. But I'm saying to them now, the door is open for them to come back. Because the Lord has said they will come back. If you look at the media now, you can see many ministers being spoken against because of all the atrocious acts they are getting involved in. People are looking for fame, looking for money, exploiting others. The Bible talks about all of them. As soon as God raised one, and as soon as he becomes rich, or he becomes famous, and he has great followership, he derogates from righteousness. Soon run after money, soon run after fame. Don't let that surprise you. The Bible says in the book of Daniel chapter 12, Towards the end of chapter 12, it says that in the last days, the wicked will be more wicked and the righteous will be more righteous. Are we together now? So when you see the wicked, imagine, and false prophets imagine from the church. Don't be afraid. There are faithful men and women like yourselves, hidden in different places by God. People who will die for the truth. I will say to you, there are many videos flying about on internet now. You know, one of the sayings of intellectualism is that if you, and it's the saying of the book of Proverbs, if you listen to a fool, you will soon become a fool. I would gather now. If anybody publishes anything against any minister, shut it down. Don't listen to it because you become a fool. But if what you are watching is what those ministers said, direct live, that is recorded, you can listen to that. So that you, can, you may set your heart on the path of wisdom. Are you with me now? But someone says that, you know, these ministers are vagabond. That minister is a vagabond. They are Satan themselves. Hallelujah. In intellectual reasoning, if you have an opinion, you cannot quote the quote of another man to back up your opinion. You must go to the source. And that source also that the man got it from, you must test it to make sure it's credible source. Because there are many nonsense spoken by various fools and qualifying them as intellectual words. So we are trained by the scripture just that principle. The Bible says investigate every truth and who found the truth. So don't be interested in somebody talking about that minister said this. Show me where he said it. If you don't have it on your video, whoever is speaking is a fool. And you must not be found in the company of fools. You know, there are many things that is up for us now, we who are Christian of these days. Two things that you need, God and your destiny fulfilled. That's all. That's all. I'm not interested in how much of the ministers who commit uh, adultery that you know. Because that can only make you to follow them. The more of them you know, the more you become like them. But tell me the inventors in Europe. 
Tell me about people who have spent their lives inventing cures of diseases. And then your mind will begin to reprogram to investigate in your field something you can discover. I would together now. And I think that's the reason why God is speaking to us over the past few days. I just wanted to relax your, your legs. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, however the case may be, God spoke to us in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 12. And what did he say? No, let's read verse 11 first. What did he say? I can't hear from that place. So we have covered that. Now, I want to take you to something God spoke and hammered in this prayer session. God has plans for you. Before you were born, He programmed you. All right. I remember I told you, you see Him at your birth. He brought you forth to make sure that you come. He waits for you at the end. But between your birth and the end is you and what you make of yourself. Are we together now? It's yourself. So if a Christian is miserable, it's not the devil, it's you. If a Christian asks, accept defeat, it is not the devil, it's the Christian. If a Christian is confused because he doesn't know where to turn to, it has nothing to do with the devil, it has to do with you. If you sit examination and you fail, it has nothing to do with Satan, it has to do with you. Now, there is nothing a Christian cannot encounter, you know, maybe that's the way. A Christian cannot end up in what Satan planned unless he chose to follow that path. And a Christian cannot end up in the plans of God unless you choose to follow that path. That's what God was speaking through Pastor Ben. I feel like picking the microphone from his mouth and preaching. But now I have to preach. Look at the book of Isaiah chapter 48, verse 17. You must understand the truth so that we can fulfill destiny. It says in that scripture, this is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Come on now. The introduction of that statement is astonishing. God is saying to you that, listen to me, this is what I, your God, who redeemed you. Why? Because he didn't redeem you for your life to be more miserable than when you were not redeemed. When you were still in the world. He wants to call your attention to something that, look, I have redeemed you for a purpose. I haven't redeemed you to, to be miserable. Let me say something to you. Do you know that help may set loose in your home? That does not hinder your destiny. You can shut your mind down on every opposition and you can excel in the midst of the total mess around you. It's a choice. It's a matter of choice. Oh, my father, my, my mother are not at peace. You are not your father. You are not your mother. If they chose to be in pieces, you can choose not to be like that. And in the midst of war, you can live harmoniously with yourself and live happy. Are we together now? Do not understand this. The choice of anyone close to you should not determine your own choice. Your choice should be determined by what is written once you are redeemed. So you have no excuse before God. 
It says, I am the Lord who? Your God. Come on, we'll read it together. I am the Lord your God who teaches you. Say it again. One more time. Now you can understand if you interpolate that into the, in Jeremiah. I said beginning of your life is God. End of your life is God. But the middle is you and your choice. Is you and your choice. That's why God said here, look, I am the Lord who redeemed you. And I am the Lord your God who teaches what will God be saying to you? I'm the one who teaches you. Because God wanted you to understand, if you don't listen to what I teach you, that's why you have problems. Give me your attention and your heart. There are various teachers in the world in three dimensions. The first two dimensions are spirits. The third dimension is a mixture of spirit and flesh. That is God and all angels Demons and their head, the devil, man, his body and his spirit and his mind. You make a choice who you listen to. God says, I'm the one who teaches you, who directs you in the way you should go. I love that. God does not teach you only, but He, he wants to lead you, He wants to guide you. Which means, therefore, teaching is to inform. Hmm? But direct is to guide. Correct? So when God teaches you that, look, this is achievable. This is the way to do this. This is how things, this, this is what I have for you. This is what I have for you. Then God will now set the path for you to follow to get there. As you listen to the teaching, you must also follow his path. I don't know how a Christian can be delighted in the world. I can't understand. It is like a student at university who also follows gangs, you see. Yeah, yeah. He's the university he wants to achieve and become the chief justice of the of the of the nation, but then he cannot but go back to gang. Can a gangster become a lawyer? You want to be the head of police and you are in this military, the school, the cadet school, and you are still going to gang, you know, after school you went to gang. Then you came to the police and began to have all this behavior of gangs. What do you think will happen to you? Once you are nailed, your career is, is done for. Those who live in glass house don't throw stones. A man cannot get employment as a garbage collector and put on white suit to resume his duty. I was some, are you, am I talking to you? Yeah. No, no, they employed you as a garbage collector. You came the first day in white suit and white shoes. I'm sure that your boss will send you back. If he spears you. And if he doesn't spear you, he will get you into his truck. And then the dirtiest place, he will just give you the gloves, most dirty gloves and say, come and go get your job done. Therefore, if you seek to be informed by God, wait to be directed by him. Life is cheap and easy. For those who are in Christ Jesus, God said here, there, I love it. I am the Lord who teaches you the best. Who directs you in the way you should go. Then he says in verse 18, If only there has one condition, no bargain. 
One condition, no bargain. God will never move his goalposts for you or for me. If only you paid attention to my commands, your peace will have been what? Like a river. Now, understand that this scripture is saying, but it should have been, but it's not so. Are we getting something here? It's not so. But that's what it should be. It's not so. Change the way you think. I made up my mind to think just like God. Finish. And I will not settle that for love. My wife, my children, my pastors. No, 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 no. We can talk. But when it comes to something contrary to the word, I will draw a line. Very hard. Very, very hard. I, I will shift the goalposts of my father and my mother. There is no love. Love, love is not in that one. Because when I die, love won't die with me. If only you can pay attention to me, not attention to people or to demons or spirits. Not attention to yourself. Look at all what is happening in the world now. Ministers asking people for big, big donations and stuff. I saw one in this week and I was shocked to my spine that that man of God, I don't think ever in his life, he will ever be like that. If I was told, I would fight for him. But I had him in his mouth and I said, oh my God, this is gone also. Doesn't matter how many millions follow them. Listen to me. Don't listen to yourself because if you listen to yourself, sometimes yourself may be influenced by yourself. Alright? What you find in self, the things of the flesh are obvious. Alright? Self wants recognition. Out of self comes pride. Self wants wealth and riches. But your spirit wants to satisfy God only. I would gather now. They are two different things. Sometimes someone would do something, yourself want to be very angry, you feel like punching that person. You can't follow yourself, you know. <laughs> if you follow yourself, you regret your life. That's why he says, Listen to me. Only if you can pay attention, listen, and then follow. Listen to my commands. If you had paid attention to my commands, your peace will have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. So, to be righteous means to obey God. Is that not correct? Righteousness is not regulation. It's just obeying God. Look, hey, listen to me. I'm a happy man. And I want to be happy all the time. And I know what made me happy is the Holy Spirit. Okay? So if I choose to disobey Him, what have I chosen? Sorrow. Isn't it? So I will choose, therefore, to obey the Holy Spirit at the expense of anything, even relationship. Because I'm happy. And I know that's what makes me happy. It's not money that makes me happy. It's not fame that makes me happy. It's not friends. It's not wife. It's not children that makes me happy. It's not the church that makes me happy. Alright? Is the spirit of God. So, I would not want to do anything that will upset the spirit of God. I would not honor or respect a man at the expense of the spirit. I would rather die. I would rather die. 
You know, God is what He says He is. Let me tell you a testimony of what happened to me this week. When Pastor Ben read that scripture, I said, Oh my God, I have to talk. I have to talk. I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you. This week, when we are going to Benin Republic, I had to, that's about three weeks ago or four weeks ago, I had to do my major exam of the Institute of Chartered Arbitrators. All right? I called the, the council that I haven't received my lecture. An exam is two, three weeks. Oh, they said to me that yes, the exam, the, the lectures were posted to me two weeks before the exam. I wonder which kind of exam lecture they will post lecture to you two weeks before the exam. They don't do, they didn't do that to me when I was doing my postgraduate in law. I've never seen that happen anywhere. Well, anyhow, we went to the crusade and came back on my birthday and my lecture wasn't there. I called them, they said they will post it tomorrow. Tomorrow it wasn't there. And eight days to my exam, I was saying to myself that, but you haven't read nothing. You don't even know what they are, what they are giving you to read. And you are sitting in the exam next week. I said, somebody wants to fail. Then a thought came to my mind. They said they would send it. I said, let me check my emails. And I found out that they sent it that day. Eight days to the exam, they sent me a lecture. My lecture note is 180 pages. All right. Then they sent me you, on, on Citrix uh, the, the model law, which is 36 acts, various laws, 36 chapters. You will understand that with various sections. Then they sent me the New York Council law, which is endless. Then they sent me the piece of bar association regulations and laws then my lecture has several cases case laws and it has 13 chapters and i have to read all in eight days if you are a genius tell me how you want to read plus i am pastoring i have prophetic voice ministers meeting to take i had crusade which I have agreed to take in um, Reverend Oyebade's church. And the, crusade, the overcomers night, Friday, crusade Saturday, and Sunday, and Sunday I will do service here and then do crusade. Then Monday is prophetic voice and do my exam on Tuesday morning. The exam starts. So, understand? So, a part of me said, you cannot pass this exam because you are used to reading thoroughly, which is correct. But a part of me said that anything you have not attempted, you cannot quit. Okay? So let's do a bargain. The part of me that refused to speak, let us talk to him. Who is the Holy Spirit? So I began to read the lecture, and I don't read, I study, and I have to read one lecture three times. That's my policy. You read the first time, I don't read the first time to just breeze through. No, I study from the first time and underline facts. 
The second time I studied, I developed those facts. And the third time I started to teach what I'm reading. But there's no time for such because I have 13, you know, chapters to read in seven days. Plus all the books of laws and case laws. I have to go and read what the judges said and all stuff like that. How on earth can I even do it? And they told us that you have two days for exam. Tuesday, you will come and exam will start from quarter to nine to six. If you fail that, you will be told not to report the second day. Because it's professional exam. You fail that first day, you will not come second day. They will tell you that, thank you very much. You are not ready for this level, so you don't come second day. So I sat down and I said to the Holy Spirit, I can't read 13 chapters in seven days. So I knelt and I said, Lord, even this scripture never came to my mind. I said, Lord, teach me what the examiner's mind is. Give me the mind of the examiner. So that the things I will read will just be exactly what he's going to ask. And as I read each chapter, I said, let my heart stick on areas that the examiner have written his exam. You think God don't answer prayer? And I started studying. Any spare time I have, I, because I have to do all this crusade. I, people who I'm doing crusade with don't keep, they don't even know. If I tell them I'm doing an exam, they will say, and so what? <laughs> Hallelujah. I have to go and do those crusades. At the same time, I started to study, and I started to study. But when I study, my mind will just, you know, illuminate to a particular phrase. And I write that. I study several cases. And my mind just illuminated into three major cases. All right? One Supreme Court of England, another High Court, and another case in Bermuda, which determines some principles. And I wrote them down. And as I read and I hear, I write. Because, you know, in this case now, you can't go back to the book again because it's too voluminous. So, instead of reading and coming back to read, I can't do that. As I read, I write. As I read, I write. As I write, I write. By the end of Monday, after leaving, I said I'm going to leave the prophetic voice by 9. We were here till 11. So, I had to read from that night, Monday, till, till Tuesday morning. No sleep. Then I went to the exam on Tuesday morning, not having not slept for 24 hours, and the Tuesday examination, we did 10 exams. All right? Each exam is a complete case study, and they will evaluate you. And we started from nine. We finished the first one. The second one, the third one, then they shipped. They moved us to another lecture, another uh, supervisor. He gave us other cases. The first one, the second one, the third one. Then the next one did the four, the four lectures. When we finished, the last lecturer said that this is the best group. So all of us in that group know that uh, we have scaled through. <laughs> Hallelujah. I came back from that place to your meeting on Tuesday here. I only had a nap of one and a half hours over there because on Wednesday I would do closed book exam. Three hours. 
I met all the students and everybody is complaining. Which kind of uh, exam is this? They didn't give us lecture. We couldn't read the lecture. I read only three chapters. The other one said I read five chapters. I began to thank God that I have read six. <laughs> Amen. That I have read six. But I said, okay, when I get home, God help me, I will be able to read maybe the other six to read 12 out of 13. If I read 12 chapters out of 13, I say, I'm okay. But do you know when I got home, I have to drive mommy home. When I got home on that Monday, my head was breathing. Hallelujah. And so when my head breathed, I had to rest. But I know something about body. That if you feel exhausted and tired, if you can only sleep for two hours to three hours, your body is okay. Because waiting before me in the morning is closed book exam for 13 chapters, and I've only read six. So, woke up quick and went and read. And when I was reading the seventh chapter, the Holy Spirit just reflected my mind to all the chapters I've read. And then told me specifically what to concentrate on arbitration. What is arbitration? The powers of the arbitrator, obligations of arbitrator, case laws that determine contract and arbitration law, law differently and also. And I memorized them and I put them in my telephone. So in the train that I was going, the major problem for a lawyer is to remember names of cases. Am I correct, lawyers? To remember the names, especially the House of Laws determination. If you have the House of Laws determination, you have distinction. When I got to the exam hall, I read the first question is the first case law. The second question is the second case law. The third question is the third case law. And they told us they are no faff. In other words, brief, they said, they said excellence is brevity. <laughs> don't tell stories just give us the case law and give us the, the article in the, in, the, in the model law and you know something the third one was the third case law the fourth one was the summary of the three case laws the second part of the exam where they said to us that you will do two out of four we found only two questions and they said do all they have told us it will be two out of four, part B. But we have two questions and said do what? So I read the first question. It is just, you know, you know, putting one or two of those laws and philosophies together and answering. The whole questions I could do thoroughly. Thoroughly. Huh? And I said, but I read seven chapters. When I was doing it, I said, but I read seven chapters. The Lord teaches you the best for you. The best for you. You are seeing a success standing. Not because I'm so intelligent, but because I know how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Of course, my part is there to read. And I know that if I... The Bible says if you owe somebody, don't, don't allow sleep on your eyes. And I know that if I don't sleep till morning, that one won't kill me. But if I sleep and I know nothing, and I go to the exam hall, that one will kill me. <laughs> Hello, somebody. For heaven to help me, 
I have to follow heaven principle. For the Holy Spirit to help me, I have to read. Because Jesus said the Holy Spirit will take out of you what you have learned and it will remind you. But you know what I want to say to you? That Wednesday, some people did not show up because on Tuesday they told them not to come because they have failed. On Tuesday, we were all eating and drinking coffee together. But when we came on Wednesday, we, we knew how many of us remained. <laughs> that was the time I said, oh my God. The Lord said to my Lord, sit down. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Christians of old will lock up themselves in a room, sciences, and they will begin to pray and to study. And they began to invent things. That you and I today is a benefit to us. William Boots will carry his pharmacy bag and he will stop and he will preach the gospel and then go and sell. Today you have boot chemists all over the world. Born again, spirit filled. You know what I'm saying this year because we're going to pray now and close. You need to know this. You lose a lot when you turn deaf ear to the word of God. You lose a lot. And the Lord that teaches you the best for you. God wants to teach us the best for us. You know, someone said to me that in the meeting where we were having our exam for Institute of Therapeutics, the person on my right side is the head of law in one of the big farms. The other one on my left side is the head of law in another big farm. The one in front of me is a justice. And then we have the head of construction somewhere. And they were asking, what do you want to do after you finish this instructor arbitrators? All of them are talking about how they will make money and how they will do this and that and that and that. But when they came to me, I said, what shall I do really? I said, I'm doing it to be able to help my members. They looked at me like... <laughs> Listen to me. Life is simpler only in God. Marriage is success only in God. Pursuits of life is easy only in God. If you are connected to heaven, all things are possible. So what we will do, we will say no to the devil. We will say no to our flesh. We have had enough people bastardizing Christianity. CFT, you have a mandate to change that wave. To prove to people that God is true to the letter of the Bible. By doing what? By walking in step with the Bible. We refuse defeat for final answer. I may fall, but I will rise up again. If I fail, I will try again. Understand, God wants to teach you the best. Let me show you one more scripture that really intrigues me. It winds me up. Isaiah 14, let me read from verse 24. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan, it shall be. As I purpose, it will stand. You know that in this church because I always lead that prayer. Serious. Then the next verse says, 
I will do what? I shall we read it together. I will crush the Assyrian in my land. On my mountain, I will trample him down. His yoke shall be taken away from my people and his body removed from their shoulder. I know that. I love that. Satan may try, but God will prevail. Are we together now? I don't want to explain this some other time. Maybe tomorrow I'll explain that to you. But look at the interest, what really caught my interest. The next verse says, shall we read it together? Hey, stop. Not all of you are reading. Shall we read it together? Stop. So God wants the whole world to fulfill the destiny he has written. Whether they are Muslims, they are Hindus, they are idol worshippers, warlocks, which is God created them. They are God's creation. Alright? So, which means that you and I, who are God's children by salvation, God depend on us to help him redeem his world. This world doesn't belong to Lucifer. It doesn't. Let me help you understand something. You remember when I was doing my program on my in law when I did WTO World Trade Organization law I told you that I found out that in the appellate there is no black man I told you and when we read what they said is the reason I'm, I'm talking about black African Africans are not represented so if any African country have problem against another nation the, the body that will sit to decide no black person there and I when I read that I said I would be the first black if nobody gets there before me even just to go and do that for God I will but you know what will take me there once I finish this level of my arbitration the next level of arbitration I can be appointed to that place straight away and I will rush it so that I won't grow old before it happens. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But you understand that my desire to study is for God. So that I can be more useful to you, to the body of Christ. But then the fulfillment of my desire is to be an athlete. And I am about just one more step there. You, where, you, where you see these things, you won't be happy at all. Because many decisions have been taken against those nations who are third world, they call them. Which if they have interest in the appellate, it wouldn't have gone that way. But you see, whatever the one who is in charge says, that is what is binding to the whole nation. Listen to me. To the last breath of your nose reel, there is a destiny to be fulfilled. Together, we will make it. Amen. See that scripture? He says that, no, give me... He says, this is the plan of the Lord. That is to, to break, to destroy the yoke of Assyrian, to, to, to lift up the burden of Assyrian, things that are holding people back in life. God wants to break it. But not just for the Christians, for the whole world. Alright? So therefore... The next one, which is, I think, is the last, is for what? Is my 
challenge me. Why should Christians be disappointed? Why should we accept defeat for final say? No, we won't, have to, we won't do that anymore. We won't do that anymore. Because that scripture tells me that the Lord Almighty had purpose who will thwart him. Who is the one who can stand against God? God does not need to open this wall for you to pass through it. No. No. If God wants to take you through this wall, you will walk to the wall as if you are walking in an empty space and you will go out. That is God for you. I was reading about Moses and about Gideon. God was teaching me about, you know, uh, no more excuse. And it was showing me, when God called Moses, Moses gave two major you know, excuses. The first excuse is about him. How can I, God? You know I'm limited. You know I don't know how to speak. Whoever is going to do this kind of job must be a good speaker or an orator. God, look very well. You choose the wrong man. He was telling God. And God got to the place where God had to tell Moses that who gave you your mouth? <laughs> who made you to stammer? Moses, are you coming to educate me? I created you and I made you someone because I want to send you. So that people will look at you that you are unable physically, but then I will make you do it. And so when God was telling him that he is the one who will make him do it, do you know what this brother Moses did? He said, by the way, God, <laughs> I know that you are the God. <laughs> what is your name, by the way, if they ask me? <laughs> If they ask me, what is your name? I know the name of Aaron. I know the name of Miriam. My father has a name. The God of Egypt have names. What is your name? That's why God told him that, okay boy, I am. (laughs) Tell them I am, okay? So you are confused. Confuse them too. I am, I said, who is I am? I am is I am. Hallelujah, somebody. Look at Gideon. When God went to Gideon and said that, uh, Oh, you might be man of valor. The first excuse is about Gideon. Say, God, you made mistake. This is Mr. Gideon. You see? I am the least. My family is the least. My clan is the least in the whole country. Then in that least clan, my family is the least. And in that least family, I am the most useless. Hallelujah, somebody. As if God doesn't know. You see? Your destiny, God knew who you would be before he designed your destiny. Don't find excuses. Only rely on him. And then after he doubted himself, God now said that go in the strength of yours. He now said, if you are really the God, please, can you give me a sign? You see, the major problem, two doubts. Doubting of yourself and then doubting the God who is sending you. But let me say this to you, in both of them, God did not allow their doubt to overrule destiny. God had written destiny, he can't change it. He can't change it. Anytime you wake up consciously to God, and with alliance with God, that's the time you will will find fulfillment. That's what the Bible says here, now we're going to pray. But the Lord Almighty has purpose who will trust him. 
So Christians who say that somebody sit over my destiny, they are all liars. Who sit over your destiny? Nobody sit over it. You can't see destiny as to sit on it. Somebody sitting on top of your head. I can't find a person that somebody is sitting on top of their head. And if they stop, sit on top of your head, carry them to where you are going. Hallelujah, somebody. Because someone sits on top of your head doesn't mean that you cannot keep moving. <laughs> carry them to where you are going. Oh, somebody is, uh, is, uh, is holding, uh, uh, he hinders my destiny. Come on, don't tell me that. Because when God will let Israel go from Egypt. He did not lead them through the shortcuts because it says when they see battle, they will come back. Chapter 14. He led them through the long way. But what is the end of the long way? See. Dead end. Which one is better? To help them fight battle or to take them to dead end? I think dead end is better because if they kill people, they can say, Our power done it. That's why God doesn't want any easy way for you. God wants the hardest way for you. So that when God will do it, you will know that it's not your strength. It is God who did it. You are not to be like Israel when they go to, to the sea, they are grumbling. Why did I find myself here? You found yourself there. What is why? You found yourself where you are. Okay? Don't ask God, why am I here? The time you're asking God, why am I here? Somebody's asking God, Lord, where is the road? And he has gone. You are still asking, God, why? Is it my father that sinned? Is it my mother that sinned? Is it a sin I have done uh, three years ago? And Satan will say, yes. Really, not only three years ago you did that sin. You remember four years ago. You remember ten years ago. You remember fifteen years ago. To the extent that if you are the one looking for why did something happen, Satan will mesmerize you. God will be speaking you can't hear anymore. As far if God wants the whole world to be free, how much more you who are sinned? He says that's the plan God has done for the whole world. He's helping them. Talk less, you and I. Come on, let's stand up together. We are going to pray. This verse before this one. It says, this is the plan determined for the whole world. This is the hand stretched out over nations. Then the next verse says, For the Lord Almighty had purpose, and who can thwart him? His hand is stretched out, and who can turn it back? We are going to pray and tell the Lord, Father, stretch out your hand over my family. Stretch out your hand over our church. Stretch out your hand over our house. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Stretch out your hand. Who can thwart him? Who can, who can, who can hinder God? Outstretch arm, oh God. With an outstretched arm, oh God. Stretch out your hand over my life. Tell the Lord, bring to pass your plans for me. Bring to pass your plans for me. The plans of God is settled. It shall come to pass in my life. It shall come to pass in my family. It shall come to pass in my church. Stretch out your arm, O God. Tell the Lord, I'm going to the end of the year. Bring me to fulfillment of all your purpose for me this year. Tell the Lord, stretch out your arm before me as I go to the end of the year. This is the month of remembrance God told us. It is the month of remembrance. Tell the Lord, every good thing that you have determined, bring them to pass. Bring them to pass. Tell the Lord, bring them to pass. 
about me waiting for years to manifest. I call them to manifestation in the name of Jesus. I call them to manifestation in the name of Jesus. Tell the Lord, my time has come in the land of the living. Now he says, I'm the Lord, your God, who teaches you what is best for you. Who directs you? Tell the Lord, give me an ear that will listen to your voice. A listening heart. A listening ear. A heart that will receive you. A heart that loves to hear you. A heart that loves to satisfy you. A heart that loves to walk in your ways. Tell the Lord, take away every form of rebellion from me. To listen to you, help me to follow you to letter, and my household, my children. Pray for your husband, pray for your wife, that we will have a heart that we hear God, a heart that we listen to God and follow the part of God. His ways are simple. He says, if you pay attention to my commands, your peace will have been like river. Tell the Lord, give me obedient hearts. Help me to pay attention and to obey your commands. Help me, Lord, to obey your commands, Father. Let the peace of CFT be like river. Every member of this household all over the world, anything inside us that is contrary to God, Father, take them out. Destroy out of us everything that is contrary to obedience. Take them out of us, O God. Our children, our parents, grandparents in this house, help us to obey your command. Help us to obey your command. Help us to obey your command. Father, we bless your holy name. Lift up your voice and thank God for the victory of tonight. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name. One more prayer we're going to pray is this. You know, one of the prayer requests or prayer points you are given says, no one will be able to stand against you. And God is talking about your enemy, the devil. Prowls around looking for someone to devour. We want to deal with two things now. You are going to pray and tell the Lord. Every power that has risen against me from this, the whole of this year. This is a new month. Send your fire and destroy their weapons over me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Every power that has risen against me in this year. Every power that has risen against me in the years past. The book of Job chapter 38 verse 22. It says, have you entered the storehouse of snow? Or seen the storehouse of hail? Which are reserved for times of trouble and the days of battle. Begin to decree, Lord, release your hail from heaven. Against the weapons of Satan.
family. Every weapon of the devil set against me. Holy Ghost fire destroy. Holy Ghost fire destroy. Holy Ghost fire destroy. Holy Ghost fire destroy. Every embodiment of evil set against my family. Set against my children. Set against my wife. Set against my church. Holy Ghost fire destroy them. Let your rod burst upon them, O God. Destroy their power. Destroy their weapons. I declare victory for Christ with tabernacle. Powers of Satan be vanquished. Every attack against every family be destroyed by fire of God. Messengers of Satan sent against us. Holy Ghost fire answer. Destroy them utterly. The Bible says, and God said to Moses, Tell Pharaoh, let my people go, that they may serve me. Let my people go, that they may serve me. Father, Lord, I pray, I pray. Every opposition of Satan, Holy Ghost fire, destroy them. Holy Ghost fire, destroy them. Stronghold of the enemy in our spirit, in our soul rather, in our body. Let the fire of God destroy. Weapon of sickness be consumed with fire. Weapon of infirmity. The Bible says, however, no one shall say, Zion, I'm ill. Every infirmity be consumed with fire. Jesus. Let there be freedom, 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 liberation, liberation, Lord. Liberation, Lord. Liberation, Lord. Liberation, Lord. Now tell the Lord, direct me, direct me, Lord. Direct myself, O God. Direct myself, O God. Blessed be your holy name, O King of Heaven. I love it. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. I am the Lord who instructs you. I am the Lord who informs you. I am the Lord who directs you, says the Most Holy One. Thank you, Father God. Yes, Lord, now celebrate the Holy Spirit. He is the one who has directed our path up to this hour. He is the one who has guided us. The night of God's blessing will never come. Yeah, it's always day with God. Hallelujah. 